0: Lord, we thank you for Donna this morning. Thank you for her beautiful heart. And we thank you for the message that you've given her for us this morning. Yes. And our spiritual ears and eyes are open to receive what she has from you. Yes. And we thank you for this word in advance, Lord. And we commit ourselves to hearing what you would like us to do to make adjustments in our lives with this word that don is delivering from you this morning I mean, thank you for that lord um and yeah just a peace over her thank you jesus uh a, a freedom and just the knowledge that um as she opens her mouth that she's speaking your word amen.
1: amen
2: yeah father i just stretch out my hand to everyone that's here today lord and i just thank you that you've got them here because you called them to be here today that you have a plan and a purpose for them and I speak to their ears, I speak to their eyes, I speak to their hearts, and I say be open in the name of Jesus and receive what God has for you because this is a time that he's calling the church and he's calling you to stand up, to stand up, to stand up and be reckoned with. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. Thanks for having me here today. It's an honor and a privilege. Um, A few weeks ago, when I woke up one morning after a very, very tough night, let me just put a picture quickly to you. Dave, most of you know my husband is overseas, and financially we've taken a lot of strain. That's why he's gone to go and work there. Um, We've been talking about selling the house. We've been talking about a lot of things. And it boiled down to, we need to sell. But when I've now come into real estate, I left um, working here at the church at the end of now January, and um, I started selling property in October. And God has been amazingly, amazingly faithful in just how he's provided for me. My first um, sale came, I was on duty one day at the office. You know, when you start off in real estate... Um, you kind of get into an office and every agent has sole mandates or mandates, but you come in, you don't get paid a salary, you've got to go and find properties. And it's not always easy because most properties are ready, if they're not in the office, they are on sole mandates with other agents. And so I just said, Lorna, I declare that today is my day, I'm on duty at the office, I declare a seller is going to walk through this door and give me his mandate and let me sell his house. And... Asala did walk through the door, and I got it because I was on duty. And, I mean, God was so good to me. This man had just lost his wife, and he said to me, he lives in a retirement village. I didn't know anything about this retirement village, so I went and grabbed one of the other girls that do know about it, and I said to her, I'll share this commission with you, um, because to get the sole mandate, we need to know what we're talking about, and I needed some help because I, didn't, I wasn't aware of the market. So anyway, she came in, and she helped me. We stuck a board up. He gave us a sole mandate. And within a week, I got a call off that board. A lady came, and she said she actually owns a property in that retirement, but it's too small. She wants a bigger one. So she wants to buy the one we're selling, and she wants to give me her little one to sell and another house to sell. So suddenly I've got three in a month, and guess what, guys? They all sold. Hey, I sold him. (laughs) God is so good to us. He's so, so good. So that changes the picture for me a little bit when it comes to selling our house because I'm looking around. I can see there is nothing in our area that we can buy for the price we're looking at. And so I like have a big moan with Dave on the phone. How could we get ourselves into this situation? And um, I go to bed that night and I just said, Father, you need to help us. I don't know what to do. I wake up in the morning, and I've got this song playing in my head. Oh God, you are my God, and I will worship you. Oh God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. I will seek you in the morning. I will learn to walk in your ways. And step by step you'll lead me. I will follow you all of my days. Hey? Step by step by step. I just got that step by step by step. step By step. By step he'll lead me. By step he'll lead you. Come on guys. By step he will lead you. I suddenly get a revelation in my head. I see a picture of my house. I see a picture of a side of my house that we can convert into a granny flat, just like that this picture comes, boom so I jump up all excited, run through look through my study window my my son's room backs onto that, the toilet and and bathroom backs onto that and I realize we can break through, break through and we've got a whole flat that can bring us a really good rental and help us pay off this bond and so with the money I've sold we're able to go into those renovations, I've got a Big mess at my house at the moment. But you know what? That step by step, that morning I said, Lord, that is my preach. Step by step. And that's the revelation I want you guys to get today if you leave here. You see, we are a people that are supposed to be led by our God. We're supposed to have ears to hear him. He says, does he not say, my sheep hear my voice? Do we not? Are we not supposed to hear his voice? We are supposed to hear his voice, okay? And it's a step-by-step. Step. That's how close closely he wants us to hear him. And whether he gives us a song or whether he gives us a picture or whether he gives us a vision or whether he just shows us in his word or whether someone gives us a word, how serious are you when those things happen to write them down, to ponder on them, to think about them, to pray about them? Because those words that people speak over you, life words, his word, that he will prosper you. This morning, hey, declaring, come on. It said stretch out your hands. Stretch. How many of you stretched out your hands this morning when it says "Stretch out your hand? This is your promised land. You see, because when you, when a word says to you stretch out your hand, you stretch out your hand. If you believe God, you got to do what he's calling you to do. Otherwise we're playing church. Seriously, we're playing church. And I just feel like God was saying to me, Donna, come here and activate this church this morning. Because time and time again, we look around and and worship is lull and people are, are getting tired. Guys, this is not a rebuke. I want to encourage you. God loves you more than you will ever know. But there's a church up the hill, okay, that's got a lot of our family up there. And there's here. And somehow people seem to think that Pantan is not the place. People are too scared to drive to Pantan. There's this thing over Pantan, like that there's poverty over Pantan. that there's darkness over Pantan. And that's not the case. Not in this church. And it will not be allowed to come into this church. We declare it. We say it will not be allowed to come into this church. This church is gonna prosper. This church is gonna prosper big, better than the church up there. Why? Because God says that people will look and wonder. You know where money is, money can, can, can do things and people kind of give God themselves the glory. Give, the money, the glory. But when there is no money and money starts to flow and, and money starts to come in because it will come in and I declare it will come into this place, then people will go, there is a God in Pantan and there is a God in Highway because that is our God. He wants to, He wants to see us prosper. He wants to see you set free. He wants to see you out of debt. He wants to see you walking the walk he's called you to walk but it comes with that sweet, sweet, sweet relationship that we have with our father, our papa, the lover of our souls, the lover of our souls. He loves us so, so, so deeply. Do you know in the book of Kings, I love there's a story um, in 2 Kings chapter 6 where it talks about the king of Syria was planning on attacking the Israel army and God's people. And um, <laughs> it says that he called all his servants and he said, this is our plan, we're going to attack them on this day, at this time. And Elisha, man of God, went to Israel and said to the Israel, this is where they're going to attack. So the Israel king went to go and have a look, and he's like, yes, 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 they're all going to attack over there, so they're all prepared. And it says that this didn't happen once or twice. This happened a few times. So the Syrian king gets a little bit miffed now. He calls all his people in, and he says, like, who amongst you is telling the Israelite people our plans? You know, like, he's like, all like, who am I not trusting? And then, one... <laughs> One of his servants says to him, no, it's that that man of God. He hears you when you talk in your bedroom at night. Oh. Hey? He says to the serene king, he hears you when you talk in your bedroom at night. So he makes this plan. Now he's going to go now and find Elisha because now this man that hears him while he's talking, And um, I want to read this to you because it's so funny. So Elisha has somebody helping him, okay? His servant. And uh, his servant wakes up. Now remember the king now, the the Syrian king has sent all his army now to come and get Elisha because they've had enough of him. Now they want to kill him because he's giving all their clues away. And in the morning, this is what happened. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Hey? Do we not sound like that sometimes? (laughs) What shall we do? (laughs) The situation we're in. It's like I can see him going, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Like he's like panicked. So So um, Elijah says, so he answered, do not fear. You see, when you know God, you can just tell fear, go away. Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, The mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. (laughs) I don't know about you, but that's an amazing story. Just before that is the story of the axe. They were chopping wood in a a forest. And this is again Elisha with all his servants. And uh, one of the guys chopping, 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 and the axe, the axe head falls and lands in the water. And he's again, alas! What shall we do? It's been borrowed. He's borrow- he's actually lent this wood a- this wood uh, this axe head from somebody. So he's like down nervous now because now that it's in the water, and you all know a wood axe or an axe head is like heavy. So it just sinks right down to the bottom. And Elisha's like, Don't worry. He goes and breaks off a twig and he throws it into the water. And he's like, It will come up. Fetch it. There goes, and there's the head. It's floated to the surface. Guys, our God is a supernatural God. Our God is a spiritual God. And we communicate with Him in spirit, in spirit and in truth. In Zechariah 4, he says, not by might, he told Zechariah and Zerubbabel. He said to Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel was building the temple that had been destroyed and now rebuilding this temple, and it just looked an impossible task. And he said to Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Everything God does. Everything he's done, every miracle inside the word of God in the Bible is because of the spirit realm. And we are his people, and we need to flow in the spirit. We need to know the unction of the Holy Spirit. When he's leading us, when he's saying stop, when he's saying go, step by step, he talks to us. And I pray that you will get a, a deep desire inside of you. And you will wrestle with God over the fact that, Lord, give me ears. Give me ears to hear you. Your word says that your sheep and am are a sheep of God. Are you a sheep of God? You are a sheep of God. Okay? You are his ambassador. You are his ambassador. You need to hear from him. If you claim to be his ambassador, if you claim to be a Christian here on earth today, you need to hear from him. The tribes of Israel, there were 12 tribes. There was the tribe, Isakar. Izzachar, Izzachar, Is it a car? No, it's a play. (laughs) It's a car. (laughs) They were a tribe of, of people that were dependable upon hearing the times, understanding the times, understanding what God wanted to do with Israel. And when they heard they would come and tell the rest of the tribes. It's prophecy, okay? They were like prophets. So they would hear from God and then they would go and tell. And churches need prophecy. You need prophecy to sustain you. You need prophecy to encourage you. You need prophecy to speak life into situations. Okay? And we are a people who are supposed to be prophetic. We are supposed to be in tune with the things that are happening around us. I'm going to give you two dates. The Hebrew calendar is, um, is very symbolic and has pictures along with many of the, the years. Okay, so the year 2019. Think about COVID hitting us in 2019. The year to see the snake in the grass. Hey. If we had been in 2018 and we were following that calendar, we would have thought, ooh, something's coming in 2019. If you read that, don't you think? Eh? A snake in the grass? I mean, if you know there's a snake in the grass, you're going to be looking, okay, and checking what's happening. Warning, there's a snake in the grass. Then you get 2020, the Decade of the Mouth. And guys, this is where it gets really exciting. It gets exciting for declarations. It gets exciting for the church. Because also what comes with that, that um, the Decade of the Mouth is also the, the open hand. And the word that God is talking to prophets and speaking to churches is that it's our time to start declaring things that are not as though they are. Because God wants to prepare us. He's spoken about revival. He's spoken about he has a plan, and revival is coming. Okay? But can't just happen. There are certain things that we have to do and be a part of and start declaring over our lives, over our churches, over the city, over Town, over Durban, over the rest of KwaZulu-Natal? What is God doing with you? Because I can tell you now, He talks to all of us. He talks to all of us. And when you think, if you just think something sometimes, God knows what you're thinking. Do you know that? And He wants to bless you. He wants to prosper you. He wants to see you come to a place of fullness in Him. I've got this picture and I just absolutely loved it. Um, Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. I remember I was, um, when I was still a, I wouldn't say a new, new Christian, but I I got to a place, I was 12 when I gave my life to the Lord, but when I was about 18, 19, I started being serious with God, and I, I got to a place where I got uncomfortable with just coming to church. I was like, why are the dead not being raised? Why are blind eyes not being seen? Why are open ears not being done in the church? Because... The Bible says these are the signs that will follow those who believe, and they should be happening. And so I got like really hungry for this, and I started just waking up in the night and going and praying in tongues, and praying in, in English, and praying in tongues, and praying in English. But before I could pray in tongues, I was at um, Durban Christian Center, and there was a guy there by the name of Rodney Hart Brown, and um, <laughs> an amazing man of God, and. He said, if anybody hasn't prayed in tongues and they want to pray in tongues, come up to the front. And I rushed up to the front, me and half the other cho- half of the church. We were like this long line of people. And he was right on the other side there. And it was so amazing because I was just standing there, and I was thinking, man, he's a long way away. And the Holy Spirit spoke these words to me. Open wide your mouth and let me fill it. And I did. I opened up my mouth Wow like that. And the tongue began to flow. You see, it's amazing when you can get an impartation through somebody laying hands on you. But God himself can fill you. God himself can fill you if your hunger is so, so hungry. If you are so thirsty, he will fill you. And that's what he wants to do. That's what He's called us as the church. He's called us to do that. We're going to get activated. Okay, this church is going to get activated. So stand up. Let's stand up. If you are tired, say, body, you are strong. Okay, my weak bones are strong. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I will not grow weary. I will run and not grow weary. I will walk and shall not faint. Guys, I'm doing this because this is what you need to do at home. Okay? You need to do this at home. Where is that mic? Uh, Thank you so much. I'm going to put this mark here, and I want you to come up. If you've got a declaration, I'm going to put it over here. I want you to come up and declare it. But I want us as a church to start praying in tongues. Okay. Tongues starts to build you up in the spirit. That's what the word says. When you pray in tongues, it begins to build you up. If you don't know how to pray in tongues, ask the Holy Spirit, open your mouth and believe he will give it to you. He is a good God and he loves to give gifts to his children. Okay, but if it still doesn't come, doesn't matter. Just keep praying. Pray what is in your heart. The Holy Spirit will quicken you, and I believe He's quickening many of you now. He's highlighting things to you right now as you're just sitting there. He is highlighting things to you in your mind, things that you need to break off, people that you need to let go. You're hanging around some people. You shouldn't be hanging around, and God's saying, walk away from certain relationships. Start focusing on what He has for you. Start focusing on what God has for you. Shindara on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. shindora shindara per scendere, bagassandre, 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 per scendere, per bagassandre, scindere, per bagassandre, bagassandre, shindara bagassandre, 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 per scendere, per bagassandre, per bagassandre, per scendere, per bagassandre, per bagassandre, per scendere, per bagassandre, per scindere, per bagassandre, bagassandre, per scindere, per bagassandre, per scindere, per bagassandre, per scindere, per bagassandre, because some of you are, are thinking like, God has forgotten me. He doesn't know my name. He doesn't even know I exist. And God says, I hold you in my hand like a precious, precious pearl. I hold you in my hand like a precious, precious pearl and I will never let you go. I know you by name and I've called you by name and I have put my seal upon you that no man can take you out of my hand, that no one can snatch from you what I have put inside of you because I am your God. I have deposited my seal inside of you, my precious Holy Spirit that is your teacher, your guide, your comforter. And I have not forgotten you. I know you. <laughs> some of you are feeling alone and the Lord is saying I will be your husband you are not alone I am your husband you are not alone in the night time when you are in your bed and you feel like you are alone the Lord says I am with you I am with you and I want to talk to you I want to tell you the secrets the secrets that you've been wanting to hear of the kingdom. I will be a husband to you. If you have not got a husband or a wife in your life, the Lord says he is there for you and he will comfort you and he will hold you and he will be that support for you. Just as a chick chicken looks after its chicks and hides them under her wings, the Lord says He has hidden you under His wings. I
3: just uh, feel that some of you are waiting for the Lord. You're waiting for... A hand to come and write on the wall to tell you what to do. And the Lord says, I've already called you and that's enough. But I need you to take a step. Step by step, we're going to do this. But you're waiting and you're waiting and I've already told you to move and you're not moving. You're waiting. It's good to wait on the Lord. (laughs) But when he's spoken to you and he says that he's, uh, uh, he's told me that he's spoken to you. (laughs) And you're still waiting. And he's saying, but I've spoken to you. you, you, How long are you going to sit and wait? The time has come for you to take a step of faith. And then the Lord says, "Eh, you're not alone. My spirit is inside of you. These mountains in front of you will be leveled, but I need that step of faith. Faith activates and releases heavens. The kingdom comes with every step you take, because as you walk, the kingdom is with you. you the king, the Lord, is inside of you. The yeah. Spirit is upon amen, you. Amen,
2: amen. He has he called you to speak.
3: repent repentance means to turn away from what you're doing and if you're just sitting around doing nothing repent and then take a step and i believe the lord has said to me that he's already told you what you need to do for that very first step so be brave he loves you and he's called you to the abundant life an abundant life not a half-hearted walking around through waiting for the rapture it's an abundant life we just thank you Lord for your calling how you have spoken to people softly and loudly Lord and Lord I'll pray for a spirit of boldness
2: Yes, and Father, courage. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord.
3: we break this bondage of fear
1: that is stopping
3: people from being activated into the fullness of the abundant life like the servant going around with fear we will rather be the elijah's and the Elishas of this day Look at the chariots around you that are surrounding you.
2: Yes, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Thank you, Lord, in
3: Jesus' name.
2: Yes, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Father. The Lord has asked me to say these words to you. Remember. You can remember. Remember when you first got saved. Remember when you first discovered Jesus was real and alive. Remember how you broke through the surface of the water above you and spoke and said, he lives, he lives. Whenever your faith is low, remember when you first got saved remember yeah. and let your legs be strong again yeah. Yeah. and God has said to me mm-hmm. that I will remember as, mm-hmm. as well yeah. my memory Jesus. will Jesus. return thank you Jesus And the
2: Lord says to people remember he often wants to take what you've been told guys mm-hmm. it's important that we write these things down you know I, I picked up a diary from 2011 the other day and I started reading it and straight away I started getting encouraged and I was like, wow, I'd forgotten that. And, God even got the the, the Old Testament prophets and that to write down things, to write down things that had happened, to write down prophecies, to yeah. write down. If someone gives you a word, write it down. Yeah. Write those things down because when you get despondent, you're going to need those words of encouragement. If you're going into a business venture and God gives you a word for that business venture, and two months down the line and a year down the line it doesn't look so good for you, you're going to need to go back to that word and be encouraged as to why are you doing that thing? Because if you know God gave it to you, you will not let discouragement come in. Remember, remember what God has done and be encouraged.
4: I got a disc from the library, Andrew Warmack, a couple of weeks ago on how to hear God. And I played in my car and I played again and again, whatever. There's a transmitter, he says, and there's a receiver. God transmits all the time. Yeah. We sometimes don't receive. Radio station, let's just use an example that he used. He said, when you turn on your radio, the, tra- the, 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 the broker, they, they submit, they, they're transmitting. But we're not receiving. And then we go and we play with the radio. We don't phone east coast radio and say i can't get your signal we go to the radio so when we're not hearing from god or we think we're not hearing from god we can't go to god and say god why are you not speaking to me because he is speaking to you you have to sharpen your receiver you have to sharpen your receiver and you've got to do this but first of all obviously the word god speaks to you through the word he speaks to you in many ways but the word is the most important thing why would we just want to sit back and hear from god when we've got all the instructions in his word yeah we've got to open our ears and we've got to open our minds we have to sharpen our receivers
2: Father, I just thank you that you will open up people's ears today. Father, I thank you where people's ears have been blocked, that they will be open. I speak peace to the busyness, Lord, where busyness has kept people busy, 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 that they cannot take time to be with you. Your word says, Lord, that it's in the still quietness that you speak to us, in that stillness, in that quiet place. So, Father, I declare right now in the name of Jesus that you would get people still, that they would find that place in their house or in their garden or in a garden somewhere and just choose to be still before you, that they're receivers, that that knowing inside of them, Father, and I know that you will show them amazing, amazing things and, and I just feel like God is saying to somebody today, don't despise the day of small beginnings. You want things big, 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 like quickly. But God says, enjoy the time now that it's small because it's going to get big. But don't despise these small beginnings because inside of them you are being grown and you are being shown His ways.
0: I just saw God saying that we have the solution and the answer to every single problem in our hands, but we just can't see it. And like with Donna, where she had the answer in her hands, she couldn't see it, but she said, Lord, help me to see. And God dropped that in her heart. And then all of a sudden she saw it and it became a reality. Just like Gehazi, yeah. when the servant of God said, Lord God, show him, open his eyes to see. And I believe we just need to say, Lord God, open my eyes to see. Because I know I've got the solution in, right in my hands. I just need to see it. And you can show it to me. You can reveal it to me and open my eyes to see it and solve the problem. So, Lord God, open our eyes to see what You've already put in our hands. When Moses faced God, God said to him, and he was moaning and complaining about this and that. How am I going to do this? God said, "What do you have in your hand?" And he only had a staff. What do you have in your hand? And, yeah, yeah, and he said, "Then you said,
5: throw it down." Yeah. Amen. Um, I know that there are African people some may not understand English but I will mix a bit um, I'm having this word that has been a burden to me each and every time that I come here in church um, there is this um, verse of Isaiah 16 if you have got, um, you've got it you can read it out for me but uh, it's verse 1 yes which it says, you can read for me arise and shine. Because your light has come. In the glory of the and the glory of the Lord is rising upon you. Amen. 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 You and then it said, look, on earth, I, I, I don't have the exact word, but on earth there is thick darkness. Not just ordinary darkness, it's thick darkness. I think it's speaking to the times that we're in right now. Yes, it's dark in our world. You can see everything, economy, everything is just a mess, particularly in South Africa and the entire world. The life is scary. But with the Lord, the Lord is saying at this very time, the time that you are scared and everything, fear is not from the Lord. Amen. He said Amen. the light is your light. Arise and shine because your light has come. Amen. Meaning that God is with us. God is the light. The light will will never go away because it's from God himself. And moreover, the glory of the Lord is rising on us. So there is no fear. There is nothing. Let us walk on these words of God. And look at the thick darkness. Nothing will happen to us if we stay rooted in Christ. So I just wanted to share this word with you. you. Thank you so much.
2: Next to and then I going. just want to
6: follow on with that because this word has been in my heart the same the same word the whole morning ringing in my heart over and over and I just knew I have to come share it but I want to actually make it a declaration this yeah. morning Amen. and I want you to stand in agreement with me Isaiah 60 and we're going to stand in agreement with this arise and shine for your light has come and Amen. the glory of the Lord has risen upon you Thank you, Father God, That is the body of Christ we will rise and shine, we will awaken to the life in the body of Christ because the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. Behold, great darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples, but the Lord will rise upon you and the glory of the Lord will see be seen upon you. Thank you, Father God, that your glory is rising upon us and those around us will see your glory upon our lives, that the church will rise up and be a light unto the world, the nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising, and verse 5 says, then you shall see and be radiant, and your heart shall thrill and exult, because the abundance of the sea will be turned to you, and the wealth of the nations shall come to you. So, Father God, we just thank you for that word this morning. We thank you for the confirmation of that word. Thank you, Father God, that the abundance and the blessing of the kingdom of God will come upon our lives. We declare this morning, not only to ourselves, not only to the body of Christ, but to the communities around us. Arise and shine, for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Arise and shine. Thank you, for the glory of the Lord has risen yes, Lord. upon you. We declare it again into the atmosphere, into the community. Arise and shine for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Awaken, thank you Father. awaken, Father. I thank you that you thank awaken you, hearts Father, this you, morning. Thank I thank you, Father God, that you awaken hearts and minds to your glory, to your presence, to your blessing. Father God, that we will not... Not stand in a place of see defeat, see but, but Father God, we will see, our eyes will be see. open she to she see the blessing that, that, you, have us, yes, that you have in store for us, Father yes, God. Jesus. Awaken Thank our you, hearts Lord. this
2: morning Thank to you that.
6: You, Awaken Lord. our minds to Jesus. that this morning. That's what you have for Thank us. To the promises that you've given us, Father. Thank you. Thank you,
2: Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father.
7: I just felt the Lord saying that there's some of you that are disqualifying yourselves. You think, no, I can't hear from God. Um, it's well and good for all of you, but it's not for me. And I just, the Lord just dropped this into my spirit. In Jeremiah 1, he says, Before I formed you I, in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Thank you, Jesus. And then he gave me the scripture in Ephesians 2, verse 10, which says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for good works, which God has already prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So for those of you that feel that you're not qualified to hear from God or I can't do this or I can't do the things that you're calling me to do, like Donna said, it's not by might. It's not by power. It's by His Spirit that He will accomplish it through you. Amen.
2: I just wanted to bring you
8: back to what um, Amelia said earlier on when she spoke about the droplets rippling through um, and, and just expanding. But this word is for every single one of you right here because what you do today ripples through Amen. eternity. Amen. What you say today will ripple through eternity. We are part of a movement.
2: We are part of an energy that is
8: to, to affect generations from now. And it starts with you. What you say, what you do, what you believe and how you act, because you are the movement that God has been waiting for. You go step up and act on His Word, and it is only His Word that will stand the test of time. It is only what you do in His name for His kingdom now on this earth that will ripple through generations to come. You are the change that Amen. we had been waiting for. Yes, Lord.
7: Amen. Thanks, guys.
2: Okay. As everybody knows here that fear is not of God. Yeah. And when I lost AB, I had this fear in me. Yeah. I couldn't stay
5: in that house. I couldn't sleep for about two months. I just sat in the
4: lounge. I couldn't go in my room. And this fear was going on and on. I
7: thank everyone who was praying for me, and I'm now free of that fear, and I'm all alone at home, and I'm free, and I'm
1: bold.
8: Thank
7: Amen. God for that.
2: Amen. 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 We need one another, church. I was talking to Teresa this morning, and I said, you know, when you looked at the, the armies in um, the Roman days, how their shields all connected When we stand together in faith and we declare these things together in faith, our shields all lock. And you know, Paul at the end of Ephesians, he talks about all the things we must do. And then he says, having done all, you stand. And it's in that standing where your shields connect. And the enemy can do what he wants. There's a protection above you, around you, in front of you. He has got you protected. He is your guard. He is your God. He is the watcher of your soul. He says he encamps his angels around those who fear him. Where you go, he will go before you. He has never left you, he will never leave you. He loves you. I pray that you would get such a deepness and such a deep conviction of the words of your mouth. The words of your mouth are life and they are death. And choose you today. Choose you today. Whether you're going to speak death or whether you're going to speak life over your situation. You see that little ripple effect. And what Tam said, everything you say and everything you do ripples down into eternity. I'm going to share something with you. And I've never shared it in front of the church. And I've only shared it with one person. But something was spoken over me at a very difficult time in my life. I'd gone through a divorce. I was with someone and someone spoke this over me and said to me, Because of your sin, you will lose a child. And I didn't think anything of it at the time. I already had two children. I wasn't going to have another child. And you know what? I did have another child. In fact, I had twins. And one of those twins died. And those words rung in my ears. You see, sometimes people have spoken things over you. And God says he wants to break those things off of you. He wants to break the lies and the deception off of you. Because when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And you open your mouth. I want you to go from this place and open your mouth. But be wise when you open your mouth. Because if you open your mouth when you should not open your mouth, or you open your mouth in the wrong way, speaking death over situations, it carries. But when you speak life over your situation... God will come and bring life into your situation. But you have to activate it. You have to speak it. He says he's given you everything, everything, everything for life and godliness. God has already given it to you. He has given His Son. He does not have to die again. He's taken your sin and cast it as far as the east is from the west to be remembered no more. No sin will hold you captive. If you've got sin in your life, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Okay, God wants to break these things off you because they hold you bondage. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is upon you. Jesus Christ came to set the captives free. And when you've got him living inside of you, that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, dwells and lives and moves and has his being inside of you. And that's why you're alive. Sometimes it takes some of you a little bit of time before you start worshiping. But I promise you, when you start worshiping and you worship in spirit and in truth and you forget about your problems and you forget about your situation and you focus on him, your spirit begins to well up inside of you. And you want to shout his name out. I know you know that feeling. But it takes it takes discipline. It takes you to make a decision. To say, Lord, I'm choosing to put off those distractions. I'm choosing to come into that place, of oh, Father, where I can hear your voice. Where I can be still. And know that you are a lamp unto my feet. That you are a guide my path I just feel like like loneliness 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 many of you are lonely and God says find the lonely people in the church and let them know they are loved if you know people around you are lonely go and be with them go and love upon them go and love upon them church, this church needs to know that they are so loved and God wants to prosper them. If if you are in debt today, can I ask you to stand? I know this is a bold thing I'm asking, but I want you to stand. If you have got debt, stand up. Anybody? No one got debt? Okay. You can stand, Proxy. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for every person that is standing now. And Lord, I thank you that you said that you have come to prosper them and not to bring harm to them. That you have said that you will provide for their every need. So I speak to this mountain of debt and I say, be gone in the name of Jesus. Be gone in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that you Lord, that you fill bank accounts, that you bring work where work has not been, Father, that you bring jobs where jobs have not been, Father, that you give people favor to find work, Lord. But Father, I pray in the supernatural way in which you took debt out of my life, that you can take it out of these people's lives, Father, remove it from them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that these people will know that you are God and that you are able to do more than we can dream or imagine. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you will provide every need according to your riches and glory, not according to ours. I thank you that every need will be met according to your riches and glory, Father. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that right now that you will prosper your people, Father, that these people will know at the abundance of your your goodness and the abundance of who you are as a God. I thank you, Father, that their cups will overflow, that their bank accounts will flow, Lord, that they will not just be lenders all the time, but that they will be borrowers of money. Father, I declare that in the name of Jesus, that we will be lenders and not borrowers, that we will be lenders and not borrowers. Come on, church, declare it. I am a lender and I am not a borrower. I I do not borrow. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you meet every need. Father, that you overflow us, Lord. That you bring sales to those that are in sales, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you prosper businessmen and businesswomen in this place. I thank you, Father, that you open doors that no man can shut. I thank you, Lord God, that you take businesses, Lord, that are, that are closing down. Father, maybe you want them to do something new, but that you give ideas. Father, that you wake them with dreams and you wake them with visions, that you give them ideas how to revive their businesses or close their businesses for something better, Lord. But I thank you, Father, that you will lead your people into a prosperous, prosperous life, because you have called us, Lord, to give, to be givers, not just givers of this beautiful, beautiful gospel, but givers of our finances, givers of our time, givers of our prayers, givers of our decorations, We are givers, Lord. Thank you, Father, that no person leaves here today different and ch- unchanged, but different, Father. I thank you that they will walk out this door and know, Lord, that you have called them to open their mouth and fill it, Lord. Let them take your word. Let them... Read your word. Let your word become alive inside of them, Father, that that word will come out of them. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. that, just lift your voice. Raise that and just
8: bring that song alive.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, guys. Unto my path Come on church Thy word is a lamp Unto my feet too.